guys, Steve here. Aquatic. Today we're going to talk about... Growing with fishes. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 318 of the Growing with Fishes podcast. We're back again this week with yet another Thai grower. I hope you guys aren't sick of it. Um, there's a lot of good growers out here, and I think it's interesting to hear from a lot of people that have experienced growing in other parts of the world. Um, so we've had a lot of uh, wonderful content lately. Um, this week, we have Pappy Powers joining us. Thanks a lot for joining us this week. Thank you for having me. Uh, we also have uh, Infamous Gardens back again this week as well. Thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, pleasure to be back. Thanks for having me. And we have uh, another Thai grower, uh, Canna Thai Seeds, uh, a whole panel of Thai people today. <laughs> you guys can check out uh, Infamous Gardens and uh, Canna Thai Seeds. We did separate episodes in the last few weeks uh, from um, the week before and the week before that. And then we also had uh, David from, from uh, uh, Thailand as well. So you can check that out. Before we get started, just a couple of show notes. Yeah. Uh, that's set wrong. Um, you can check out our aquaponic cannabis class over at oh, all kinds of stuff set wrong this morning in the back end. Uh, Zoom updated and it reset all my stuff. Um, you can find us at apnbclass.com. Uh, we have a full online aquaponic cannabis course uh, where we have uh, over seven days of content. I'll actually be doing a huge additional um uh supplemental uh, material for that so if you're look, already a student we'll have a ton of new content in the next month coming out a bunch of new stuff on Korean natural farming a bunch of new video content filmed a bunch of stuff on breeding and seed development and a whole bunch of other great content that we've been filming out here in thailand so be sure to uh just you know if you haven't if you've already taken the course and you have a copy of it be sure to uh, check back in here in the next couple of weeks and if you haven't checked it out already you know the the content is only growing every single month um, it's kind of a purchase one time and we constantly are keeping you up to date on the newest uh, and greatest uh, things in the aquaponic cannabis realm in terms of science and microbiology and all the other wonderful things that we soon be working with matt powers to start mapping out some of the um, soil food web stuff that's going on in aquaponics as well on a dna level so We'll be able to actually, you know, answer a lot of the mystery questions that we've had for a long time. So shout out to Matt as well as a, a great dude. And then also be sure to check out, we have a, the pestclass.com if you're looking for an all-in-one uh, full day worth of, of content on pest control. We'll be adding, again, a, a whole new section. on. Uh, we already have IPMO in there, but we have a ton of additional, probably about another two hours of, of content on, on IPMO that we'll be adding to that here soon, along with some other cool um, organic pest control methods is one of the things that we're we'll working on significantly in Thailand. Um, Thailand is kind of a great place to test all manner of pest controls because uh, I can walk down the street and find you know any number of infected plants that aren't cannabis that have the same pests, and we can test them. So um, you know we're going to have a lot of fun uh, doing some new video series on YouTube with the IPMO and things like that. And um, yeah, so uh, thanks a lot for joining us this week. Um, you can check out our guest over on Instagram. is under Pappy Powers, P-A-P-P-Y-P-O-W-E-R-S for audio listeners uh, on Instagram. And um, yeah, check it out. He's got a ton of great content. He's been growing out here for uh, about as long as the other two gentlemen that are on the show of uh, over 10 years. And um, 
it's uh, great to have another uh, skilled tie grower. Also, be sure to check out his other website, uh, Telvada, um, which is uh, essential oils and carrier oils and all kinds of other wonderful um, uh, natural living uh, uh, and, um, you know, uh, healthy living products. So all different great types of stuff on there, looks like. So be sure to check that out as well if you want to find out more from our guest. And thanks a lot for joining us today. Um, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about who you are? Thanks. Yeah. Um, my name is uh, David uh, Pappy Powers. Um, I've been living uh, out here in Thailand um, for 12 years now, since 2010. And um, recently, um, just as of yesterday, can uh, got the good news. I uh, got the license to sell flour officially so it can sell and um, been getting some other licenses and working on that stuff. So that was like really great news. So uh, been growing for a while and it's great being able to actually, you know, be able to <laughs> sell it, you know, and promote it. So that's, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's really very unique opportunity that, uh, you know, that's going on right now compared to how it was traditionally here. So it's a, uh, that's really, really cool. But, um, yeah, what brought me out here was, um, I got a job, uh, working, uh, working the manufacturing, the automotive industry. And, um, was, uh, we were talking earlier before the show about that Eastern seaboard from here, where, where I'm at, uh, just Southeast of Bangkok. Uh, and then all along through there from that side. Um, but yeah, it's been really, really uh, cool seeing um, how things have grown and evolved in the country here, um, especially when I first came here, because I was on that very tail end of kind of the, I don't know, it, it seems there's like a, a lot of things that like if you in the first couple of years of me living here, it's not really, it's not quite the same anymore. The kind of the technology and the smartphone era kind of like cut a lot of that stuff out. So that that pre pre ubiquitous smartphone era of Thailand was like really cool being here for, even though it was only for a couple of years there. So, yeah. Very cool. So how did you end yeah. up in Thailand? If I may ask. That was, well, that was the thing was, uh, was the, um, was the working. Um, I have uh, uh, the time uh, a friend, that is from Thailand and was just kept in touch and was working, you know, talking back and forth with, and back, this was back in, you know, during the, in the States, it was the, the, the last recession the States was in. And so things were kind of, you know, dried up. And even with what I was doing, um, which at that time had been uh, DJing and whatnot, a lot of that, a lot of that sort of nightlife, you know, when the money goes from, from the business, eventually the, the nightlife is affected as well. Um, and I was in Atlanta at the time. I uh, had gone back to South Carolina and um, had had a back, a, more of a corporate background. I had kept my, you know, my, my toes in the creative, uh, I guess the creative realm as well with DJing and whatnot um, uh, for a while. And then in the early aughts, um, just completely got out of that and went back yeah, into, you know, more the creative realm, so to speak, uh, through that time on through, and that carried me up until coming to Thailand. And so kind of that, that, that manufacturing world kind of pulled me back in that, that, uh, that sort of thing. But, um, even 
that only lasted maybe about two years before my entrepreneurial kind of spirit. It's just, that's, that's the great thing about Thailand too. There's a lot of business opportunity here. So basically I've been doing, uh, doing my own thing ever since then. So it's been great. <laughs> Very cool. So what are some of the different um, cannabis projects you've worked on out here? And what are some of the different cultivars that you've um, really enjoyed growing out here in Thailand? Um, well, right now I'm actually uh, really excited. I've uh, testing for uh, THCs or he's uh, New York Seeds. Uh, he's doing, um, it's a spritzer uh, uh, pheno that he found that's a really, really good washer. And the terpene from profile is really good and he's doing a really cool uh, uh thing with it where he has uh, an array of crosses that he's done and he's grown out um but to have uh, testers for it it's it's you get you don't know what you're getting you're just growing it out and relaying the information back to him we're keeping in touch on discord with the other testers and whatnot and it's really cool because even though what my a or my g is isn't the same thing as the other person's a or g so it, it's all caesar's the only one that knows he's the kind of the, the master behind all this but what i'm really excited to be a part of that um but what i've already grown out here has been um uh bruce banner uh original bruce banner as well as the bruce banner s uh bruce banner uh number three phenotype the s1 um the feminized the Dark Horse release, um, as well as some Daz Night Owl and Stone Ninja from uh, Dojo Seco, his Dark Smash, and um, in particular his uh, Trough Lolly, that uh, which is um, oh that's a that's a beautiful that's um, his Ninja Fruit Key Cross to um, Archives uh, Sweet Thing. It's the Dosi Do to Cherry Pie, so it's got that just the really good uh efficacy i because for me i like really good i need that good body like that heavy indica's uh what i'm usually going for for like the body aches and pains and whatnot and with that having the the uh the cherry pie in there and all that and the the dosi dough and all that stuff at all and the mm. it's really 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 nice and it actually grew really well out here as well i'm doing some testing uh, growing some stuff outdoors, growing some stuff indoors on a very scaled down version, what I can basically squeeze into my little yard here, but uh, I'm doing what I can. And it's just, it's really exciting seeing how everything's coming out and acclimating to the, the weather and whatnot, because some of it handles it great. And some of it's, you know, just had to call it, but it's been, it's really amazing being able to just like literally have my front yard full of, you know, probably got about 30 or 40 plants in the front yard right now. And I never in my, in my wildest dreams ever thought that would ever happen. I mean, maybe in my wildest dreams, but like never like thought that would be a reality. Like, yeah, no, definitely not. So that that's fantastic. But man, compared to what you, uh, seeing what you're doing, that's amazing. Talk about goals. Yeah, we're about to fill most of the second greenhouse out here, and and uh, we're we're we have maybe four hundred, I think, plant spots left that we can do for our first pheno hunt, and then we'll be nice. Up. <laughs> so, but we're about to plant eight hundred more plants today in the greenhouses. So, don't oh, forget yeah. we got those uh, new infamous garden seeds touching down soon. So make sure they get squeezed in there. I, I want to see. What oh you're yeah, gonna uh, every single thing that. 
all the seeds that you gave me, I got from you or for Chris, all those are popped. I, there's not a single thing that I've gotten from anybody so far that we're sitting on. So, and if you've sent me seeds and, or uh, if I've bought seeds from you in the last uh, month or so, uh, you know, it's popped and it's growing right now. So feel free to send me messages. Um, I'm going to give feedback to everybody. We're going to make sure when we show the plants, if you haven't already, please email me your company logo. I, I want to promote everybody. I want to put it in the corner of the videos and stuff like that. You still, YouTube you still, got, so, room, you still got room for more genetics. Yeah, I got about 400 more slots left. Well, dude, I got Freak Show G. I mean, you want to stick with thin leaf, right? Or you don't Yeah, yeah I don't want anything wide leaf. Nothing, anything wide leaf is going to rot. I mean, we're in the rice fields here. It's not, not going to work. So has to be what narrow about, leaf. What about and no, no, no mutant hybrids? The only one that we've found so far, and you saw it firsthand, is the dosi dose. Uh, and yeah. that one berry that seems yeah, to that's be a weird. Wider. But they're even though they're wider leaf, it's still not like full, well, full blown. What, what about uh, what about like I got I got like phase show race streak, and those are Thai heirloom uh yeah. show hybrids. Are you interested in running any of those or no? Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I, all that stuff, no problem. Any Thai stuff, any Thai costumes, yeah. I, I'm still looking. I'm mainly looking for Thailand race, but I'm happy to run whatever. But Thai, we're, we're, we don't have as much Thai as I... We have a lot of, like, six strains. We have a fuck ton of seeds from those six, but I don't have a lot of diversity on the Thai stuff compared to what I have on the Western side, Western genetics. I have a ton of diversity, like all different types of chirping profiles. But on the Thai stuff, almost all my stuff is pretty lemon well, mm -hmm. I can give another. I, I got like another at least probably dozen or yeah. more uh, varieties of that are that are heirloom that are, that are my seeds, not my seeds. But I also have uh, some other thin leaf hybrids. Awesome! This is. Uh, I, I'll get those. I'm good. really really excited for this one. This is a. Uh, uh, this is across this uh, Fleur de Gris, again, from uh, from Caesar. This was not the testers that I was, talk was talking about earlier. This was a, a totally different thing from from uh, earlier in the year. This is crossed to uh, Stone Ninja's Dark Smash. And this is like, I think from this, from, I don't know, it just seems like the structure and the what's, what's coming off right now, it seems like this is going to be very uh, Skittles dominant. And this is a... Uh, this is that Bruce Banner uh, 3S1 crossed to the uh, Fleur de Gris. And this is grown from seed outside just as a, just to see what the hell would happen. And it's, I mean, it's, it's handling everything great. It's not, I mean, it's, it, I'm, this is like, like zero, like, like I'm doing like no IPM or anything. I just want to see like what, you know, what's, what's, you know, what is it attracting? what you know just i just want to see i'm just curious and it's like it's like i don't know the resin production is great it's hold it's held up it went through this typhoon i don't if you i don't know if you were here for the for the the last like great typhoon we had this year but um the typhoon this year was like out of control and it held up i mean it got knocked over a few times <laughs> you can see but i mean it's i can get you some of these seeds if you want man and then in the back that's the i was talking about some of the other uh, ones the uh, bruce banner across the fleur de gris and um that middle row is actually all the uh gorilla glue uh gg4 
uh, to runs. That's uh, from uh, Dojo. And then on the right side is the uh, trough volley that I was talking about earlier across to Fleur de Grease. It's really bringing out some really, really interesting stuff. I got some different like mixes. I'm kind of growing stuff and testing some things out, seeing what. Yeah, what why don't you give us a little best. garden tour there? It looks fucking sweet, man. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Appreciate it. Going. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate so tell it. us a little bit more about the plants you got there. Are you, are there any other cultivars that you're excited about? Yeah. Those are the, the main ones. I was getting ready to say, let me um, show you the inside. I, um, I've got a couple. Actually, let me show you these. Are and the structure is just phenomenal on it and this um the now the flowers are coming in they're uh, the not really putting off anything too distinctive yet but might be another week or so it's usually about week three when that kicks in this is a uh, one i'm super super excited about too this is um uh smash plant d uh, again from Stone Ninja and uh, crossed a fleur de gris. And this is really, really interesting. This is a great poly hybrid, but it's, the, it's got a lot. It's got um, the 88 hash plant and Bodhi's hash plant uh, back in the oh, lineage. Yeah. So it's, you can't really see it probably on here, but the, the stems on these uh, trichomes is really nice long stems. And the Oh man, the the fleur de gris really really brings a lot uh, to the to the terpene profile, which is already. I grew out the this uh, I grew this out um, earlier, um, and it was absolutely one of my favorites, and just from a flavor and efficacy standpoint. But this is definitely, you know, I'm going to reveg this one for sure. Um, and I want to run this one and wash it and see how it goes. So I think it could be a really good one. But yeah, and hey, babe, there's my beautiful wife. Let me show you. This is my, uh, my little indoor pardon there. And these are the Galaxy Brain to Fleur de Gris that. I was talking about earlier. This is a three gallon and a five gallon, and they're just, as you can see, this is about seven feet. I mean, the tray's about maybe eight inches off the ground. But yeah, I just wanted to grow them out and just let them like just all natural. And they basically filled out. This is um, one, one meter by two meter. So, I was kind of worried. I didn't know what the plant count was going to be when it started. I was like, I wonder if I grew a couple plants out, like what the yield could be like. So that's kind of fun. And this is definitely a cross I want to work with. The terpenes is. It's like a mixed berry and gas, it's just on the stem rub, it's like a menthol or, a, and then on the tall one, it's um, just straight gas. Sorry if it's too bright. I should have turned the lights down some, but it's, they're really, really 
Nice. I'm really excited to like grow these again and pop some more of the seeds and just get some, you know, some real comparisons on them. But I had those galaxy brains as well. I'm growing them right now. And I'd send some of them to uh, Canada. So he has those galaxy brains also. So oh, okay. see how you do with them. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I, I'm waiting on I'm waiting on uh, I'm waiting on the mother beans from, from Dave, and then I'm gonna start that way. The the galaxy brain as alone is it was I love it. I really, really do. I was very skeptical of autoflowers. Um and like the stuff that Daz does is like I it's I'm really always I'm, I mean I'm amazed I truly am I mean the size of the plants the the potency the efficacy again I mean the, nice. the flavor the smell I mean it's it's all there and then you know crossing it to the um, the Florida Grease which I wish I knew I mean I have some guesses of the lineage but Caesar didn't he didn't release that. Um, but yeah, these are, this is really, I could say this is a perfect representation of the cross of the structure of the two. It's like a, it's a Christmas tree that like, it, but it boxes itself in, which when I think about it, even. An idea of like what it will be like. And it's really, really, it's great. God, and it's like the resin is like already, it's just out of control. Right now it smells like a, just like super like orange, like super, super like orange. And then, but then like later in the day, it'll smell like mixed berries. In the morning time, it has a super orangey, super, 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 like it's like intense. Like it's like almost like artificial. Like it's so intense. I keep it pretty mellow. I don't do anything crazy. I just do like, um, it's, I mean, I basically make a, make the cut, you know, make different, make different soil recipes using cocoa peat since it's inert and abundant here. Um, but just, you know, different ratios of worm castings and different, I'm, I haven't gotten as nearly into as I want to with the uh, different ferments and the 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 KNS stuff, but that's I, I'm so great that you're here and the stuff that you've got. So definitely want to do more of that. Hey, you! I just want a question. You uh, when you when you get your cocoa core, you get the stuff that's obviously not the chunk but the hair, and uh, mm -hmm. you do uh, do you sift out all that powder? What I usually do is, yeah, I what I'll eventually do. Um, I can show you like on a small scale, like what I. And also, also, I, I wonder, do, mm -hmm. do you buffer? Do you buffer your cocoa, or do you just use it straight out the bag? I use it straight out of the bag because I, the where I get it from, I'm able to. Um, oh, okay. I buffered it and not buffer. Sorry for all the the carport like gnarliness um oh 
this is like i literally will just like if if need be i'll just run this through an old hempy bucket and it's just like a, as a way to, to kind of sift through if i need to like at the, at the bottom of something but i usually see like this is another thing i'm doing i'm just growing in some different sizes everything with these purple these are like uh, this is 12, 11 or 12 liters maybe filled up about three quarters of the way i've got perlite and then it's worm cast it's like a worm casting and uh cocoa this is i'm using the chunkier cocoa uh okay. so the, indoors i i the, the five gallon had the chunkier cocoa but the three gallon is just cocoa peat and worm, worm castings um and it's 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 that thing is it's thrived the whole time i just yeah so right yeah. on right on sweet but it's, yeah, yeah I, it's, just, I, really, I never used cocoa. I never used cocoa back in the state, uh, back in Cali, ever. But mm -hmm. I mean, I, I had buddies use it, but they were indoor guys. So, but I over here, you know, there's not that much stuff. So I started playing with cocoa, and I dig it. I like cocoa. I mean, it, it, I, it brings a lot of yeah. oxygen to the, to the roots, a lot of oxygen, and mm -hmm. I dig it. I was gonna say I'm a huge fan of it too. I have been what I what I do for um, what I do for these is I do do a. Uh, um, BTI um, in the in the morning, like with uh, with the morning water, and that that keeps like the fungus gnats and whatnot, you know, to basically keeps them out uh, or to a dull dull roar. So um, that's the one thing I normally do. That's pretty much that. So Neil, water. Neil I'm gonna probably do chunky. like some. Hmm? Sorry, do you only use the chunky uh, cocoa, or do you use the cocoa core, the the the, the hair also? Use both. I use I use I've been experimenting with different ratios and different mixes. Like this has some some chunky and mixed with the core. Um, and it's I mean, as you can see, it's this is straight. This is from a solo cup, straight in straight into the. This is what like a ten inch or something. I think. Um, yeah. And it's I mean it's I mean this was these were supposed to be clones, but I didn't life happens and <laughs> but um yeah i mean you can see it's and this is i mean it's it's, it's you know i i start i start them under lights i had that um that indoor part where that's just the two now um i had like 120 started in there um a while back and just you know whittled it down you know to about 30 or so and um, with those, with special attention on on those two, on the galaxy brain to flirt degrees, because I was just like, wait, there's something, something extra special about these. I want to, you know, really baby them. So they they get the they get the indoor up. I'm like, okay, y'all get y'all get both trays. So I just made the outdoor grow a bit bigger, but it's all good. Word, uh, yeah. <laughs> some of the different um it's definitely uh fun watching everything as it grows you know out from seed and seeing how everything progresses in response to the environmental you know conditions some thrive and some don't yeah this is just like frosted out this is like coconut water and like worm castings and thai rainwater. so <clears throat> Yeah, I love the Definitely. coconut water here. That's awesome.
and and really good genetics. I'm not I'm not taking away from the from the from the genetics and the breeders for it. This is like this is it's 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 a lot easier to to get great results these days. I think. Hey, I got a question for y'all. Y'all, I think we'll probably remember and or maybe even have I have smoked it yourselves, but. I ask people about creeper um, and what I usually get is like, it was just like, oh, it was just like, you know, like, like Mexican brickweed, but I'm still convinced that it was, it was something that was grown. And I don't think it was like an altered chemical thing. I think it was just something that it had. Cause I mean, not all brickweed had that creeper. It, it wasn't all creeper, you know, and not all creeper was the same, but there, but there was that like delayed onset definitely. And um, I don't know if y'all know of any like modern cultivars that have any similar effects or anything, but I've always kind of looked for that. And I miss, I miss that. I, I miss being that? able to like smoke a bunch and knowing you've got like 10 to 20 minutes to like, you know get yourself sorted like you know get into the movies you know get your popcorn and your snacks and then get settled in and then right when the previews are taken off you're you're basically like going in for liftoff anyway yourself i guess you can you know these days you can just take your your whatever with you but <laughs> yeah, uh, what are you talking about are you talking about some sort of uh, south of the border like uh pretenica stuff back in the day Talking about what, what back in the day? You talking about import, like import from back in the day, some sort of creeper for that was a brick import. Yeah, I just remember like when I mean it's like a you know I'm I'm in my mid forties now, so like I'm talking like this is like late eighty, like 89, 90, There was no like names to anything really. No, until no, but I know what you're talking about. I used to I used to get it. I used to deal with a lot of stuff coming from. Central America and Mexico area. Uh, okay, okay. And some of it, like I said, was pressed. Some of it was harder pressed than others, but but dude, some of the potency levels that would come from this stuff that was, you know, it was like Mexican brickweed, but it, but some of it was sticky green and stink, and you get like really good. And the creeper thing was was like uh, like what you're talking about. It came, or I remember shit like that. I remember that, that it was potent ass, and it wasn't cheap. Really, back in the day, it was there was yeah cheap brickweed, but then you had stuff that was like brickweed that you could uh, you know I used to I used to take it and put it over steam. You put it over steam on a, on a on a on a the, you know the things that you strain out the straight you know the metal the stainless yeah they swell back up. You'd, the buds would swell yeah, back up. Would sit, sit and let them re, re you know, re, you know re, them yeah. Didn't you? you could see what it looked. This was not, this was some sort of good genetics they had down. You know, Mexico area. I mean, it had seeds, but some of it. Oh had yeah, yeah. it had seeds, but it was yeah, it was definitely the potency was there. Like I don't know, that's why I said like whatever yeah, the terpene or combination of everything it was just like some about it was just like very like there was like no. And, and, and bro, no and none of the buds were the same. You, just, you never got really you never get the same bud. You notice that? You know, you get like a variety of like good shit, but it was never really the same because you probably have ten different plants in that brick. You know, right. but they were all good. I mean, a lot of it, and uh, and the color. You know, it was. I'm. Mean, it's funny you say that because I bring. Like, I'm 49, and I'm uh, from Santa Rosa, California, right there, mm -hmm. in San Francisco. So I saw a lot of that kind of stuff. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can imagine that. Well, that's the thing is like, I got to see, I got, it was being in the Southeast and in particular where it's a very, like, you get a lot of tourists from New York and Florida like this, like, like, and from all over really. But then you get like a lot of like the Midwest. So like I got, and I have like family like in the Midwest too. So it's like, I got a hold of like some of like the really, you know, like the bubble gum and like some of the, some of that stuff too. And that was like, those were some of the first names that I remember. And like, uh, Crippy, like Tampa Crippy. It, it was, there was, I, I know there's like people that are going to like, I don't, I'm not trying to get into that debate, but like I do, all I can say is that there was like a, I do remember specifically there was like a, a Tampa Crippy but then Crippy kind of became the ubiquitous term for like any really good, really good indoor, like well-grown, like fucking like good, strong, heady ass weed. Like, I mean, some of the best weed I've ever smoked to this day was like Florida indoor, like mm. turn like, like late 90s, <laughs> early 2000s. Like there was some really, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't, I, I wasn't it was growing up. That the cultivars back then were not muddled and 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 you know there's a lot of stuff out there that's that that you know you can't judge the book by its cover and that goes for a ragweed look that can just knock your dick in the mm-hmm. dirt or that goes for stuff that's so turfed out on IG take a picture but really doesn't have any good qualities to it so it you know whatever, like, it's yeah, it's like, it's like you smoke it oh yeah and it's like like 20 minutes later well, you yeah. get a long it, it long punch and you get fucking hot and all that shit but then you're not high fucking 30 minutes down the road or, you know right so it, i miss the I, I like the levels that's what i'm always like chasing for is like the, the levels like they, they's like i like, like smoking fiery like, bro that's what i love I, about I like creeper too because you could smoke years. you could like kind of like balance it out with some hash as well yeah, and yeah, get like that, the, that, get the hash, get like yeah. the in your face, and then and then like the, the creeper on the back end. Fucking, <laughs> okay, uh, uh, it work, infamous, it. infamous. He got some gnarly chief. There you go, and hash some of that chief chunks. I knew it. I knew he was gonna grab that mug. <laughs> yeah, I'm riding to your house, bro. I'm going to his house. Yeah, whenever you want to smoke, good boys, you know the door is always open. And yeah, thank, you so thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You know, yeah, you that's get the I'm, smoke, the chronic, and that's and that's what I'm like, working for right now. Oh, yeah, like I'm definitely. I've got some so like that. That one, I say, I think that's definitely going to be a good washer. And the the testers that I'm doing for Caesar, I know that with that spritzer, like I've seen with that washes. So I'm super excited on that and to, to run that out some more and dial that stuff in. So yeah, I can't wait for the for the for the the, the tie the Thai rosin club <laughs> oh, yeah. we, have a, we, we have a very nice press here and all the gear and, and nice okay yeah. fantastic yep. yep i know i i just think the same thing i'm like i want to make a bunch of flour and then head over there and hang out and press and stuff and taste yeah it. yeah yeah also that's also how, on that note to i wanted to mention something too if anyone's ever traveling and you're going from the U.S. to somewhere where you'd like to get seeds, the mm-hmm. best thing that you can buy is a cheap set of those bubble dude bags off Amazon, the five set or the eight set. 
you you buy like four or five of those and you mm-hmm. go around you find the people that you think know what's up and you break one of those out and go yo i have this for trade value i want seeds and you'll get the whole separate briefcase that comes out from underneath the bed that's different than the one that they show everyone else like i can't tell you how not only that but you can feel good about that trade because you're not diluting their genetics you're not polluting right. their genetics. You're not giving them anything that's going to change what they have already got going on, but now he can do make more products, right? So right. it's a great middle ground where you have a high trade value product in a place where they can't get those very often in a lot of those places, and you're not screwing with the local genetics. So it's a good win for everybody. Okay. Knowledge, Jewel. Yeah, yeah. and you can get them through any airport, even Japan and Dubai. They don't, they're not going to give you a hassle. Cool, cool. Which, if you have Japan and Dubai and uh, Emirates, like any of those places, you got to be care- very careful about even having stickers and stuff on your laptop. I always like have like a case. Oh, man. Talk about, I think it was like maybe 2018 or 2019. My wife's best friend is a Japanese, and I like to, it's usually an overnight flight. And so I like to kind of time everything. And this year I had timed it perfect where I sat down on my seat, seatbelt on, and I woke up and it was like 20 minutes to landing. I was like, yay. But then it was like the thought of being in Japan, like rehide me. (laughs) I was like, I should have been kind of like kind of phasing out, but like the edible and like, it was just like, it was just like, and I was like, it's actually kind of like kind of like a two for one (laughs) it wasn't anxiety necessarily but it was definitely like the thought of being in japan like with the edible so yeah i was like yeah not only that but if you can find weed in japan it's fucking crazy expensive it's like 80 oh yeah yeah it's not it's super expensive and it's like i it's just definitely like what we were what we were talking about what we would would have smoked like 35 30 years ago you know yeah i mean but that's the i swear like I haven't, I honestly haven't even had the opportunity to, but like, I mean, I would just, just to, but I swear it would be the same thing. It would probably be like, I've like, I've never been higher smoking that weed in Japan. <laughs> like, it just, it just takes you there. <laughs> but no, for real though, I do like, that's one of those places where like, I, I, like one day it's like, like, I guess like that's the Shangri-La of like, you know, being able to smoke like fresh rosin and onsen where it's like, snowing or like gently raining like those outside onsens the japanese man they 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 know what's up actually like i i'm a big fan of those i don't know if you've ever been to those or like the ones in like south korea or they even have some like here in thailand because there's like so many like uh japanese that have been here for like decades now but those onsens are like awesome like hot springs basically with like the minerals and everything it's really good it's like good for what ails you Nice. Um, so yeah. what are some of the different uh, terpene profiles you've noticed with the different Thai stuff that you've worked with out here? I noticed, you know, I seem to end up finding almost exclusively lemonine dominant shit, but um, what have you found in terms of, um, you know, uh, Thai stuff? I found, I found um, some nice strawberry, like, like really, it's almost like a deep, like a strawberry preserve um, with a, with a guava. So it's like a strawberry guava, but not like anything that I've really experienced before. And a lot of guava, it seems like a lot of guava is like what I run into, at least like for, for what I've bought or just like, like had, you know, 
privy to have access to, it seems like. Um, so the, um, the, one, the, the strawberry one that I was just mentioning, um, it, was, it was female and then it decided to be male. <laughs> I, was like, I, just, I just had to actually call that one uh, the other day. Um, but the, the stem rub on it was in the structure. It was like really nice. It was tall, but not too tall and had, you're not going to find like any like crazy, like, you know, amazing structure from a, from a, I think from a, a native tie, but it wasn't, it didn't branch out too, too, you didn't have too much of a crazy Christmas tree. It, it was happy to kind of stay like a little more compact. Um, <laughs> I was, I was excited to see what I could get with that, but um I, I just I, I definitely know I'm gonna have to run some populations. Um I found like some some really nice chocolate as well. Um over the years I I have saved some seeds of some different ones where I'm smoking and it's either um it's like if it's got like a good purple or like um the chocolate and not the not the earthy chocolate, um, but not artificial plasticky chocolate either the only way i can describe it is just like a, a good rich chocolate that's not earthy um if that makes maybe bittersweet is the best way to describe it um and the efficacy um seems to be really nice too um and then i've got some seeds as well where it's just like it was just like that you smoke it and it's just like having like you know a quad shot of espresso you're just like you're wide awake um so you know um, but for the terpene profiles, that's, I really, I, I personally, I like a lot more of the, the chocolatey, um, terpene that, you know, that's, those are the ones that whenever I've smoked them, I, I like the, the, the effects most from those is what I tend to go for. But yeah, you're right. There's like a lot of like, like limonene is like, it's kind of seems to be like the prevailing one. I found of all the plants I've smelled so far that were Thai being grown mm. by Thai people in, in the hills and, you know, at farms and stuff, only two plants have had not straight lemonade. <laughs> so, and then not counting the stuff that we popped here, that's different, but. Yeah. Yeah. Is, I mean, I, the first, I remember that the first, the first time I ever got any, it was definitely, it was some Lao brickweed and it was like diesel, not because it was a diesel cultivar. It was diesel because it had been transported. It was like the, it was like you could like taste and smell the diesel on it. So that was, that was fun. That gas tank weed. That gas, gas tank bricks. It was a rite of passage. It was a rite of passage. I mean, I wasn't like, who was I to, to turn it down? It was like, when you don't know anybody and it's like, and somebody he's like, hey, I got something for you. And they hand you an envelope and it's like, you just say thank you. And I was genuinely appreciative because I didn't know, I wasn't stressing about like finding anything, but you know what I'm saying? It was like, I was like, you know, brand new here, didn't know anybody. And, you know, and then it's like, and then, you know, things always happen you know it's like I always like wherever it doesn't matter like what city I've ever lived in you drop me anywhere and it's like it always seems to find me like sooner rather than later you know so I don't know maybe I got like a little like you know like weed 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 me weed me weed here I don't know there's something <laughs> even even you know what when it helps I a lot when you're looking for weed 
Yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna say you got, you got, you got the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys look yeah. like you guys smoke weed. No, like you know, yeah. I've yet to see anyone with even dreads half as long as mine here in the country. So I, I'm sure I don't think there is. is. I mean, maybe, but I haven't. I've yet to see it either. Nah, dude. For sure. <laughs> if anyone's seen it, it's infamous, and he used to have a hydrist. Oh, damn. I used to have that shit in high school, bro. Dreads. And then when <laughs> I graduated, I did the thing where people come up and donate, and then I would like cut it uh, off yeah, out yeah, of yeah. my hair yep. for cancer and stuff. Yeah. So that was uh that was the end of that experience. And then I tried to do it again once and then it didn't happen. So yeah. I had really long hair for I don't know, ten years or more, and then cut it off and had it short and grew it back out. And it usually stays up like this and has like a beanie or a hoodie on it most of the time. But it's it's gonna either be that or like just like close crop it and it's like gonna be one or the other. So and I don't know. I like my hair when I do have it down or have it up. <laughs> but oh, never had never speak, had the dreads though. Speaking of the right. galaxy brain, I've got some there. Those Hell like, yeah, dude. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There. And then I've got that one there, that big one with the leaves, that's a galaxy brain. Yeah. And that one there with the big leaf. That's a yep. galaxy brain as well. So yeah. The Man, the the terpene profile, the 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 taller one, um, indoor, it has the exact same like mixed berry and but like with the the fuel and like it's almost like a play-doh is the only way I can describe it. If that makes sense to you, I don't know that um, it's it's really really good and the efficacy is just like it's lovely. I love it. It's so nice really really good well if you're here now and, and you're in bataya and you go to the little amsterdam you can grab the galaxy brain from me at that shop right now oh yeah dude oh so, yeah so if anyone's here looking at that going hey i want to try that galaxy brain from infamous hit up little amsterdam on facebook whatever it is all the things and see if you can get that shit because uh, it's out there Hell yeah, dude, for sure, man. I will. We usually um we used to go to um we used to go to Patia a lot more, but about I would say about four or five years ago, we started divvying it between Dare and Sriracha. But that would be I definitely can scoot over to, I can scoot. That's like only like 20 minutes away. I'll definitely come over. Nice. Well, I'm not in in Bataya. It's just uh, that's one of the. Shops. Oh, you got the you got the you got a dispensary there. That's right. That's right. My bad. Which, well, not my dispensary, but like I help like my products in a bunch oh, okay. of dispensaries. So nice, Little nice. Amsterdam's one that like carries our stuff in Bataya, and they in particularly have the Galaxy brand. Oh, sick. Okay, I got it. it. It wasn't a totally shameless plug. Yeah, it was actually in relation to the Galaxy brand. So. Oh, good. No, dude, that's, that's, hey, man, I tell you what, that's, that's one of my things, too, is really, 
getting like good like cultivars out to people like proper like like breeder like like you know really i don't know really good breeders that's not the other thing i'm super excited about seeing all the stuff that steve's popping steve's popping too he's got some really really cool stuff going on man that um that lime reserve there was some other stuff too oh um Oh, family tree seeds. Yeah. You were popping some to the Pam. Dutch bloom stuff. And the glue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got some of those uh, family tree seeds. The Royal Coast Time, the Kandahar Maru Fred. Uh huh. So, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. That's Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Yeah, I've flavors coming out uh, from my direction soon. Dude, yeah, I'm so stoked, dude. The amount of flavors of cuts going to be swapped is going to be just epic. Yes, that's a, literally the words out of my mouth. You know, and that's the thing. We can all help each other save shit in case something goes wrong. Knock on wood, it never does, but it does. But, uh, but that's the thing. We can keep each other's stuff that's special, so, you know, backup. Right. It's only special when it's out there oh. and people on it you know what i mean nothing special when it's locked up in your closet and you're the only one smoking it and nobody right. knows about it. you yeah. know what i mean like no 100 the fun oh, comes yeah. in getting it out there to people and watching other people grow it and watching other people enjoy it and use it and get a better oh that's the thing that's exactly the thing i want to i for the stuff that i find i want to i want to taste in see how it is from like yeah exactly somebody like grown up in the mountains grown you know down in the islands grown like wherever exactly see it's yeah, everybody that grows that grows different styles is going to express differently mm-hmm. yeah absolutely you me that everyone back home wouldn't want to smoke some of that hill tribe weed by those like long necks with you know what i mean yeah yeah that shit would be hot as hell dude if that was back home, people would buy that to try it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I've gotten a couple Thai, well, I, don't, not, I don't call them Thai, so they call them like brick sticks, but they pack them in the bamboo. And there's, a, there's a farm that grows it and, and cures it and packs it and does everything, one farm. Mm. And sometimes their stuff's coming out. If you're lucky enough to get the stuff that comes off that they did, they came off correctly. However the hell they're curing the shit. Yeah, right. Nice. Uh, the the it's just epic, man. It's sticky. I mean, you look at it close under a light, and the shit is just gooey. It's, you know, and, and yeah. I, don't know if I don't know if it's an hybrid, but it sure doesn't seem like it. Seems to me like it's an heirloom, but they got like some good stock. That's what it seems like. But I, I can't be hundred percent positive because it looks sometimes they're they're sticks that that they make. You know, they're tied red or usually red is what this crew does. Sometimes it'll be gold, but it's mainly red. And right. it's just really high grade, bro. I mean, I'd rather That's smoke that right. because I smoke all the all the GDPs and the and the and the OGs and the headbands and the you know what I'm saying G fourth. Yeah. I come from Cali. I smoke all that shit. So when I come here, I don't smoke this Thai stuff like ever really. I mean it's been like last time I seen that was in that Late 80s or mid 80s, last time I late 80s is last time I saw Rural Thai back in Cali. Cali. So I come here and I get the smells, and this brings back memories from over there when you get the legit stuff, the stuff that's done right. Uh, right. Yeah. 
and it's it's out there. It, people are getting better, are doing better now, bro. I, I mean, I think already since the ninth, they're starting to, you know. It's over the years. It was always really refreshing. Like I was really fortunate to, um, like uh, my best friend here um, was we, we was able to turn me on to some like really good uh, connect with some really good people and just we were always able to get the get the Cali connection, um, but then also getting the the well-grown tie. I know what you mean. It's like there's there's the the tie grown that's like the um it's just handled right. I mean, I don't know how they grow it, how they dry it. I mean it's it's there's no way it's like yeah, but it's just however it's done, it's 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 done well. It's I mean it's sticky and resinous and it's the the you know you want potency. It's like I said it's like it's like doing a quad shot of espresso. It's like it'll like take you to the moon and there's no ceiling. But it actually, it's like, it, it doesn't just taste like dirt. It doesn't just taste like grass. Nah, I mean, it's got nah, good flavor. It's I mean, good. it's like, it's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I look, I look for those, the, the good chocolate Thai. There's like, there is a, there's a, cho- a chocolate flavor of like Thai that like, I find like, you know, it's, it's been years since I found it. I used to find it more of about say, like you find, eight, hey, 10 years bro, ago. You find that? Hey, you find any of that, that. Brother. Oh, I've got some yeah. seeds. I've got some seeds I've been holding on to, but and I'm, when I've got this space, I'm gonna I'm gonna like treat everything right, give everything like a good inoculation, and give it the best shot possible. And I'm really excited to see what I can find from that, or even if I just make some some F2 stock and then sift through that. So I've been looking for coffee and chocolate smells, and I haven't found nothing close in six years. There is. I'm speaking of chocolate. I actually have a dark smash crossed to Fleur de Gris. Um, it's a little one. I'm growing it in a little seven inch uh, container. Uh, just seeing how it goes, and it's super, super chocolatey. And, and it's the closest thing that I found to that, like ch- it just like cho- bittersweet chocolate. It's chocolate that's not plasticky candy chocolate, but it's not coffee chocolate either. Um, and I'm, that's another one. I, I, I'm straight up going to have what like a. What are you doing with? Are you going to breed with it? Are you breeding with it? I'm flowering it out right now. I just didn't get to it. It's it's around back on the south side of that. My my house faces north, so I get weird sun, and it's a, it's like I said, it's in a little like a little tiny container. It's only going to yield maybe I don't know. I might get a couple ounces off of it dry, be super happy. I don't care what the yield is. I mean, I'm super, just super excited to, to, to smoke it and try it. But the, cause the stem rub is just like the most insane chocolate and it's in its state. It hasn't changed. You know, like sometimes over the cycle, like it might yeah, start it's out like it's fresh, yeah. but no, it's always been like, fuck, this is like chocolate. Like when they were young and most of them were like that kind of guava, kind of like whatever, like this was like, Oh damn, this is, this one's okay. You're getting set aside. So this is like when I, if I can find something that like young, that's just one of my little things for my selection. I like to, I'm always going for, I always pick with my nose. I always have, even back in the day, like I just, I would just go by like smell, like what, you know, like I like the way this one smells. Like that's what I would find. <laughs> and that's, and you know, I didn't, I, I didn't know. It wasn't like I was trying to make some like informed decision because whatever with terpenes and stuff. But I think, I, you know, there is definitely, that's like, in my mind, that's like, just like evidence of the, you know, 
your body knows what it what it needs and what it wants and that's you know for me it was like like there's a like ak-47 that was one like back in the day like you talk about there was some like you know i mean you had your you know your skunk and your you know your ak your sour diesels and stuff um that was more like like early mid aughts but like that was more when like you know names were coming in but still half the time i didn't know what the name and stuff was but i liked the way that it smelled and i liked the way it made me feel so like i like like i want that one i just point i just point, you have, like, I you want have more stock again. of the chocolate do you have more seed stock of the chocolate or is that like a one-time deal you got it um, i do have some of the i do have some of the chocolate seed stock yeah it's but it's 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 not many because it would just be like what you know what i had you know when I would get some and I'd smoke it and be like, oh, okay, it was never like a going like specifically going in and like getting like it was just always like luck of the draw. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And so and so I've just kept them, but I've always kept them uh, like out, you know, no light, keep them, you know, as you know, nice and dry. And um, yeah, just I, I've never like I've never done the the refrigerator thing because I didn't want to spike the humidities, but I just I have like an area that there's never like direct sunlight hitting that part of the house or anything, and it's just always like basically the same, like low low humidity, not cold, but just you know nice nice amb you know nice ambient temperature. Right so on. yeah, I'm definitely yeah I want to I'll I'll let you know when I when I when I get those pop, which will probably be hopefully sooner rather than later but i'm i definitely have a lot of breeding uh projects in store uh for next year um because what i want to do is i want to pop that stuff and i've got some i was uh telling steve earlier i've got uh some solomon grundy which is bruce banner three cross to uh mac and I, that i i want to i actually want to find a male from that um, I might, it's just a 10 pack. Um, I'm going to see what I get from that. Um, I might make some F2s from that, but I'm in particular looking for a male for the structure and the potency. And I want to cross it to that chocolate because the flavor profiles of, of both of those. And there's just, I don't know. It just, it, I, when I think about it, it's just been from growing, you know, I haven't grown uh, Mac, but from growing out, uh, Bruce Banner, original Bruce Banner, and then growing out the the S one of the the number three phenotype. Um, I love the efficacy. I love, I'm, I'm you know fairly used to growing it out. I, I so I kind of know what I'd be getting into with that. And I think it grow, crossing that to that to that chocolate tie that uh, or cho chocolate tie, but then also that that dark smash that's the, the super super chocolate. Um, could have some interesting things with that that get that that lemon and chocolate as well so i don't know get some interesting flavors going but yeah i'm super i'm super hyped to get my uh get my little clone mother you know area for the mother plants and have clones and whatnot i've got a spot in eastern bangkok that i'll be um growing out of and uh being able to sell out of and whatnot would be cool too so I'll update I, uh, people. I'll let y'all know about that to, when I get that going. Just got off the phone call with some news about uh, possibly some of the upcoming regulations from some friends very close to the cabinet. Oh, and, um, yeah, nothing sounding uh, very promising for home growing. Apparently, uh, the expirations on the on lots of the licenses won't be honored for the repeat. So when you go to reapply 
and uh, they're trying to funnel it down to basically a handful of greenhouses that can basically <laughs> monopolize it like beer. Right. They're going to try to regulate it more like beer than anything else with major controllers. And uh, they're even talking about eliminating home growing and things like wow. that. So those things are uh, on the on the agenda. So enjoy it all while we can, guys. Right. Now, would, that affect, would that affect people that previously had license? You know, one of the two. Everyone, all the the big people, no, but like everything, is going to be like shifted over to these. Uh, big major companies like gpo and gtg the acronym companies you know what i mean right gth these um yeah fairly governmental i would say bodies very tightly associated with the universities and and the government you know interesting and, uh, so, yeah so that was just the word that i just received uh whether it's true or not uh will be yet to find out but this is uh what's apparently going to be happening to be released next year during the hmm. regulations because you have to remember they haven't announced any laws or regulations yet right no right system so we actually have no idea of the long-term landscape of what thailand's going to look like for cannabis at all right this is right. just uh a joke for like this might be you know go down to history as the greatest time in cannabis ever you know in time right after the regulation and so right but the thing about the thing about thailand too is while that might be on the on the table that doesn't mean that it's going to happen and everything can spin 180 at the drop of a hat here i mean look at the legalization it was like the king made it legal by decree Christmas day. And then it kind of was just like in that, I don't know, a bit more ambiguous, you know, it was a, a regulated, but kind of, it wasn't, it was like, you remember there was that time period where it was like, you could grow, but you could, the so government all sorts was, of it was, so there was that, that period. And now we're kind of like in this period. Yeah. So and I'm just saying, it happened like really quickly. They gave out all those licenses in 2019 during that festival that were 90-day licenses. Right. Like, what the fuck? It was like almost like duping people. You know what I mean? Here's a license to grow for three months. And it's like, what? what it's like just enough time to grow. Yeah. It's, not even. It's, if you wanted it to like flower, I don't know. If you're no, you're right. You're right. Flower, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You can't even flower yeah. it in three months, let alone any <laughs> I was just thinking like, you know? yeah, like three week veg and like, yeah, 56 day flower. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's the, the, you know? the, the, there's a Kafka esque love of bureaucracy here that, I mean, it'll either drive you mad or you just kind of like, I say you just accept it, but you just kind of, eh, all right. I don't know. I mean, that's it's definitely, you know, interesting news, but it's also interesting that, that I think the, 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 the factions of the, the, the pro and anti-cannabis uh, political parties here, it's almost re reversed of anywhere else in the world. Where you have to remember that even that the pro-marijuana party is now anti what's happening right now. They oh, really? Okay. It's supposed mm -hmm. to be a medical program. Nothing right. now like recreational is kind of slid up. And they, they said from the very beginning, they didn't want to have a recreational market. They wanted to have a medical market. 
And so uh, if you actually look at the votes for the cannabis mm. bill, it's mm. uh, most heavily they want to change and regulate it to, to the point where it's more of a medical, open for medical and farming, but not really used as a tourist attraction. And, right. Uh, what a bad like, move. You know, that's, 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 that's selfish people. I mean, it would be very unfortunate if it were to go through. I mean, and not just, I mean, but honestly, for the country itself as a whole, I, I believe personally, this for And even cents. if they do keep it recreational, I do think that you will see it funneled down to, okay, you got to go buy it from the GPO store or the GPO yeah. store. Um, yeah. You know. Or the packs, like cigarettes, will just, all be packs from them, and then they'll just be the, a savage gray market underneath with just the fire. That, I think I think that's probably a fairly accurate prediction of 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 what of the way things will be, or at least on some level. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and and beer is a, is a great example to, or you know, analog. I mean, I say great, but you know that that. It's already there. The definition of, of what it is, how the volume basically excludes. But I, I think did that recently change? I don't know because I I'm, I don't I don't drink. But I think maybe recently home brewers can maybe homebrew now or something better. I don't. Yeah, know, but you're but not allowed to like, <laughs> sell it. Yeah, not like that craft beer produce. You couldn't be like a microbrewery like you could in the states. And even the craft breweries in Bangkok, I believe they have to sell their beer on site. They're not allowed it, to bottle their beer because then you need like an FDA regulation. Whereas it was very cumbersome. Yeah. Yeah. When I, when I first, I mean, I drink, I still drank when I first moved here and there was a really, really great place um, down uh, on Sukhumwit um, called the Londoner and they made their own bitter. It was like a great little English pub and they had their own bitter that was like on site. And that was how they were able to do it was basically, it was like the still was in the corner and they like, they, you know, it was like, like, what? I mean, it was like, I wasn't like, it was like that far out of the range because coming from America, it was, you know, all the micro brews and whatnot. I was used to that to some degree, but it was like, then I started learning about the laws like, Oh wow. Like beers. That's why there's like, basically when yeah. you think of Thai beer, it's like that, what it is. So, man, I, yeah, I hope it's not, I hope we, they don't follow that same path for cannabis, but, you know, like you said, the gray market and the traditional market, if anything, will just, they'll, they'll thrive. So, oh, it's for just, sure. Especially when you have all these home growers now that have all bought tents and the cats out of the bag. Yeah. yeah. It was, I, I mean, had even a couple, three years ago, it was totally different. People, people were home. People were, were home for like half the year. And it was like, they, like, like, well, I may as well start, you know, trying this out myself. It was amazing. Yeah. The, the and that is one people. big benefit from, from the, uh, the plague that we shall not name, but there's never been such a resurgence in small gardening and Liberty gardens and growing for yourself and just yep. plant, you know, even, even house plants, right? There's never been I love more, a time where the more people are growing plants on at their home than there is right now. And, and because part of that is because they were stuck at home and they needed to find something that was rewarding to them. They could watch grow and, and because they couldn't leave the house. Right. So and yep. that's one of the, so I like to call it plant therapy. Like I have fur therapy with the dogs, 100%. plant therapy with the plants. Right. Like, <laughs> yep. 
No, the that's exactly what happened to me. Real. Uh, COVID hit, and I used to only ever keep like you know corners full, hid away in the back, scared to death mm-hmm. anyone would ever find it. And uh, gardening really wasn't my thing. I like peppers because you couldn't get them here, but I really wasn't into gardening. But when the thing that shall not be named happened, and uh, I was forced to like sit at home. I actually started getting into like just corn. I was getting into little small victory gardens with like the 10 different types that you plant together, companion mm-hmm. plant together, and they all bundle off each other. And uh, I was finding that really fun. So that's actually what got me into like gardening as a whole versus just like growing cannabis. So I'm, I well, I'm, what you were saying. I, I mean, I, I grew up gardening having always having uh gardens even in the yard and whatnot and even as a teenager i I actually worked on a farm like like straight up like you know like before the sunrise out there picking you know picking vegetables picking fruits whatever was in season um and so i've always at the time i was like wanted to kind of like i was like oh i can't can't get can't wait to get away from this but being away from it for for years and living like in you know in city centers and like super urban environments and whatnot and i i miss it you know i'm, I'm back I get my, in my little yard now i've got like lemongrass and i'm already like working out ways of like well i can grow lettuce over here because i can do that with you know da, 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 da. that's what one of the things with the aquaponics i'm like super super excited about is like kind of taking it scaling it down into like more of like an urban i mean because for the states this is still fairly urban i mean for bangkok i'm like you know it's there's you know trees and blue skies so it's you know pretty you know pretty out there but it's it's you know the 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 yards here are are not big compared by by you know american standards um but it just makes you work with what you have too. kind of stack stuff up i've made an area for a vermicompost you know where i can just like bah, 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 and just have it and then have it's going to be in the shade too so it's not going to get baked by the sun <laughs> so it's just things you have to kind of like work around but you know it's like anything else you just you just work with what you have so i yeah, think my the, neighbors the, put their plants out on the sidewalk in the morning when i ever I was getting ready to say to that yep because yep. yeah, you, know, you don't have the space to put it in the garden no, I mean, I mean, half of my neighbors here, they've got, they don't have like beds, but they'll have like their little ornamental trees and flowers growing on the sidewalk as well. And it's like, nobody cares. So it's all good. But yeah, I, I want to do more of the, the little, get some more vegetables and whatnot in here. Like some, some, it's cool that you do some of the peppers. Cause that's one of the things that I, that I miss for sure is some yeah, of the peppers. From the- all the exotic chilies I can grow and like, you know, want to know something? I'm not very successful. I hate to say it. Uh, the majority of the chilies I grow, um, actually get them to flower and produce heaps of chilies hasn't been my greatest success, but I never stopped trying. You know what I mean? It's I'm fun. Always, it's fun. To, exactly. Yeah. And, and when you do get them, they're, they're that much more tasty. They're that much more like valuable. Like finally one. Yes. And yep. uh, often then I keep the seeds and keep going, you know, so. But they nice. are nice, especially for Thais. They love chili in all their dishes. So when you can bring a different chili to the exact same dish, and all they have to do is replace the chili, 
then and they get a totally different flavor mm. they love it and uh yeah it's easy to that's what i've got it. some some tomatoes some heirloom tomato seeds that uh that i want to plant and get see if i can get to grow well here um i think i might have to end up doing it some sort of uh hydroponically or something like that where i can kind of c- control the environmentals a little bit more but um say so, so, yeah same effect like make a somtum with some really cool different heirloom tomatoes or something like that some yellow and purple uh tomatoes and stuff as well so be pretty cool yeah. it's fun when you can have like a pack of pow with like a reaper pepper like yeah oh man that would be oh yeah you know lap with like yellow or chocolate habaneros and it's just yes like, yeah very different you know Oh yeah, and, uh, some of the times that think they can eat spicy, they're like, "Okay, you, you really think you can eat spicy? Here's a handful of ghost peppers and reapers. Make some time out of that." And uh, right, well, and just even like the the the, the style. It seems like some of the style of some of the peppers is like that. Not even necessarily like as hot, but again, like that the 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 terpene kind of profile really that's going along with it. Um, it, it they. I have, I've found like, like they'll perceive like my, my wife's family will perceive like a certain thing that I don't think is that hot. I guess I'm used to it. Like this is, and they eat like, I mean, I mean, they eat super spicy. There's nothing that they can't handle, but they'll perceive like, damn, this is really spicy. Like some stuff that I'll you know, bring back from the States or whatever. And I'm like, it's just like some, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like, it's like the Mexican chilies that their just palate isn't as used to or something, but yeah, I, I love that. It, I, that's cool changing up some like that yeah like i was just thinking like a nam talk with like a really yeah, my good, wife, really good my, wife made, uh, my wife made something back in cali i gave her two scotch bonnets i told her just use two that's it i was like, already okay. thinking with scotch bonnets she two, she used two and she took like the first two bites she was like her eyes lit up was like are you fucking serious <laughs> yep. that's like me yeah we use that's what i was gonna say we use the scotch bonnet peppers uh, a lot. That's what with the, from the Caribbean influence. And oh, I, I love that flavor profile. The fruity. You know, they're really, she does they're that. Epic, epic for, uh, for doing the uh, pickle, you know, they're epic. That's what they do mainly in the Caribbean. You know, like every spot from Jamaica to St. Korea, USBI, BBI, down to San Lucia, they all got those jars at their barbecue spots. If you want the death, just hit yep. that jar. Nice. I mean, I love it. I love it. I mean, uh, my mouth can take a lot more heat than when I have to go to the bathroom, bro. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Sometimes that'll kill you. Years ago, and the dispensaries down around where you are what's it like the scene uh, in Samut's pecan right now did anyone hear me oh yeah yeah i'm i'm sorry was that for was that me that with the dispensers yeah that was for you uh, oh sorry 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 i was i was i was just a little bit zooted i kind of i kind of spaced for a second um it's interesting man it's um i've i've probably been to over a dozen now and varying very it what i what i do kind of love about it is it's like everybody's kind of throwing like their own like like 
spin on like whatever they think it should be. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh God, I'm trying to think. I mean, how many clubs do you have near you? Oh man, I'm trying to think right off. There's, I swear, there's like so many popping up. Like every time, I just like will like just like do like a like a DJ Google search. And like, just do, especially if I search in Thai, I'll be like, holy shit, there's like so many places now. Um, God, there's like, I'm trying to, there's at least got to be, there's a place probably, I don't know, a, a few soys up. They've got a, it's like a straight up vending machine. Like you can, <laughs> it's just a vending machine. I mean, it's like looked over. It's not like I mean, like any random person can walk. But it's just like it's like that. I I, I love like how it's just like it's just like it's just it's it's just like something that's like I say only Thailand, and I really I, I sincerely say that in the best way possible. Like it's so mellow here. Like it's like it's such a like I don't know. It's like it, it's definitely a vibe that I you know I wish the U.S. would like embrace as far as like the commodity itself and like, you know, just people, I don't know, man. It reminds it's, me of, uh, it reminds me a lot of Canada in 2004, the summer of legalization. Anyone that was living in Canada. Is it, okay. I mean, I, I, I kind of remember that summer. And I remember partying in Montreal most of that summer and being like, this is fucking amazing. Like everyone smokes, everyone's just happy having fun. There's no, yeah. no one's, the police aren't fucking with anybody. It was this whole other like universe. And then they yeah. bring it back in, but kind of made me wonder if it ends up being like that, where it was kind of like that brief moment of, you know, glimmer of hope before it was rained back in or, or if it's going to stay this way or something, you know, a little more. And to be honest with you, it probably should be a little more restricted than it is. Like, like even though that would you know hurt some people, I think that I'm a big fan of just some basic level of pesticide testing or you have to submit the pesticides that you use and if we find that you didn't use them after someone's sick you can have the living shit find out of you you know some kind of like even if it's a, a in case of a bad issue you've got to have some kind of mechanism to to prevent people from using you know, systemics or other things that they shouldn't be using on cannabis um totally, and then, yeah you got to know what you're buying and, and the quality of it. And I think if, as long as they had some kind of mechanism for that, uh, I think to, to handle those two issues, I think then, then uh, you know, and however they want to handle that, that makes sense for the, the country and the culture, that's up to them. But I think you have to address, you know, are people using chemicals that should not be used in cannabis? Mycobutanol being another good example of something you should never right. use in cannabis, but it's sometimes used. Um, for those of you who don't know, mycobutanol, but when you turn it, uh, hit it with a flame, into hydrogen cyanide and i don't think i need to explain to you why that's toxic um so uh you know this is the kind of stuff that we need to have some kind of basic thing or just have a whitelist hey, okay if you're growing cannabis you have to use these things and if you use anything else you you know we can arrest you or something like that you know what i mean like i think and, and if your stuff tests that way i think that that's the, uh, maybe an even easier way to handle it rather than having to force test all the product because let's just be honest the type the tie growers can't afford to have you know anything that resembles what the costs are in the United States for batch testing? Like it's just oh not, yeah no there's not yeah that's, that's not gonna, no that's not realistic. You have to find a way to incorporate that because cannabis should should bring in income for all the Thai people, right? Like there's one of the big mistakes that Jamaica did in the beginning. They didn't allow for the people that traditionally grew it in the country to benefit from it and pump money into those communities that really could use an injection of cash, especially post COVID. 
could be one of the best ways to not only create lots of jobs throughout the nation, but also at the same time, like bring in income that was, you know, previously like not there, especially with the tourism starting to come back. Like they could be making money hand over fist and the government right. could put a, 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 a reasonable tax on it and also be mm-hmm. making good amount of money. Like everyone could be doing good. And I think at the end of the day, that would be a far better model than trying to hand it over to a couple of, of corporate, you know, corporations. But we'll, we'll I see think what that's, yeah, I think that's why the education and uh, the culture, um, that was one of the things that actually uh, uh, within a week of uh, it being made legal here, um, I was offering a free class at my wife's um, shop um, and just was doing that because I wanted people to know what, you know, what the plant was. What in more than just the kind of the the hype phrase and terms and whatnot and kind of know what they were getting into uh, and what to look for and, and the quality kind of standards, you know, to, to look for. Because if you don't know, you don't know. And there's, you can't hold that against people that don't know. And there's, while, while there is a, a culture, I mean, historically, for sure, there's a cannabis culture here and a culture of cannabis. It's, it's definitely different than what, you know, we as Americans, you know, Canadians, Americans, you know, Western Europeans really know um, and think of as, as, you know, cannabis and the culture and whatnot and the standards that, you know, that we would just kind of assume. And I think that's the thing. I think, I, I think you hit a good point where instead of hopefully, instead of just making like a million laws or whatever to like, don't like just, just give like guidelines, like grow, grow with this. Don't, you know, don't use this don't you you know don't use pgrs don't you know that sort of thing like just grow with it. i don't know i think i think i think we can because for sure there's already um a culture here of amongst agriculture like you know the talk about peppers or the best durian the best pineapple the best mangosteen the best lychee and i i truly believe that 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 it will you know especially if fostered it'll be the same thing with cannabis i mean people the, the people here are very all of my neighbors i mean they like they love it i i again i can't believe i'm able to have like as many plants as i have in my front yard my my neighbors just walk by in the afternoons on their you know evening walks and just stop and just like oh you know that's how nice it smells and they love it you know so the people you know, they love, they love the plant, you know, even though they might not, you know, have like been around it historically, uh, at least, you know, the last, you know, couple generations. Um, yeah, people here love it. And they, they love what I, what I think is really interesting here too, is, um, people here really love using the leaves, um, as you know, to add to dishes and whatnot. And I mean, I do as well with my indoor that, you know, anything that's like indoor, I don't, you know, I don't spray or anything, um no you know no no oils or anything like that so i'll add it to curries and whatnot and i mean it's delicious so that's that's been kind of that's that's been an interesting thing to see as well as how much um the leaf itself is utilized here oh and the roots people love like like my mother-in-law like she takes the roots and like pounds it out and adds it to you know her soups and whatnot and it's like it's delicious as well so grass and that, that's even more that's even more reason for it to be grown right to begin with you know so 
with good inputs. What have you found to be the best um, IPMs uh, out there? I know we've talked about that with some of the other Thai growers, but what do you like for IPM out there in Thailand? Because the options out here are very different than North America, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, like I said, I mean, growing indoors, I always just, it was more of a um, just total preventative kind of thing. But now that I'm growing outdoors, I wanted to see like what is attracted. I've been doing a lot of, I spend one of the things I do, I spend time in the morning, midday and afternoon, just seeing what different insects are attracted. Um, and I'm, what I actually uh, going to make the insect frass uh, that you did the video on. I'm going to uh, do that and do, um, do some, uh, make a local, you know, to, to my area. That's, that's my next plan. Um, but as far as I, I, I like a IPM regimen, I honestly, I don't have one yet, but that's why I've really, I've, I've been studying the, the KNF and Jadam and the different, uh, it's just, I, I need to, you know, do a practical application of it now. So it's really exciting seeing you do this stuff using Thai inputs because everything has always just been like, you know, you know, something in California or something doing it. And I'm always like, is that going to work here? Like, I don't know. So it's <laughs> not only that, but the Thai people got some shit figured out. For instance, this morning I come out and the, um, the, the, the lady who like um, cares for the house and stuff like here, she's making trichoderma. Uh, in the kitchen so she has a whole bunch of like like fish bags like you normally uh -huh. get at an aquarium store when you buy fish like the uh -huh. little smaller ones a bunch yep. of those all filled with fresh steamed rice rice cooked rice uh like you would for imo and then she uh -huh. has a bottle of mycoderma uh horizontal or horizontal horizontal uh -huh. i forget the species name on that but you know what i'm talking about a little seed bottle that has like a right. couple of holes poked you just a couple sprinkles of that shakes the bag real good seals the top and there's a whole tray of them sitting on so we're going to do a whole video on how to bulk out your own trichoderma um for on the cheap so that you can make a tiny bottle of it stretched to like a fuck shit ton uh, that sounds so, amazing nice yeah that's something that i've never awesome. heard of before uh, and then they also do psb in fact uh Kanatai seeds wife i i really want to talk to her have her on the show sometime to talk about all the different inputs that she makes because she's super knowledgeable. Uh, and then we also do like a vegetable ferment where we take all of our vegetable scraps and ferment them here and then we use that for nitrogen and another input I've as well. So made kind of work a lot more of like the local inputs here to cut, cut costs down, but also yep. to um, you know incorporate as much of the stuff as we can here to boost terpenes and everything else. Yeah, my wife made a really good uh, banana ferment um, We've got a huge jug of it and it's like you need like a table like only a tablespoon or a couple tablespoons like like per gallon if that um and for and for anything like in flour it's just like they love it so much um and that i, I keep it pretty mellow like with that and then like with like the coconuts because where i'm at especially we get um it's a it's a it's a sweet coconut it's like a, it's a very very aromatic and it's a little bit smaller um i think it just has like i don't know more sugar in it or something but like it's when i um i will pour like usually between like a half to one per gallon and i do that and i come back in the room a couple hours later and like the the terpenes that like just the plants are just like 
there just giving off like the crazy it's just amazing it's it's almost like it's like where it's like it's because it already smells like really good but then it's just like a whole other level so yeah i i'm very much like nature the the coconut like was like nature's like keystone for nutrients it seems like it's like they got it they got it figured out pretty well but yeah adding you know other some other beneficials to that as well for sure i want to do some stuff with um uh with durian as well i've got i've been actually spending some time like reading up on different like the the chemical composition of durian and at different stages and coconuts as well like what they're you know not only their carbohydrate contents but the different mineral contents and whatnot um durian uh, compost is great uh the shells that, are yeah in and uh there's actually two companies here that make a, a bloom booster t-rex makes a guano and durian hybrid for bloom oh, and awesome. uh, so does natural farm soil they do a, a very similar recipe with guano and durian compost and and it really it kicks it, it really that's great. yeah that's, uh, that's that's i definitely that's awesome i, I i'm uh i've definitely got uh plans to do a um a, a fermented uh durian juice um next year uh when they're when they're back in season um where my wife uh where my wife's uh mother's side of the family is from in the north uh the durian there are insane they're so good again there's some about the smaller fruits here there's just something about them. It's like everything is just like really like intensified the, the flavors and whatnot. So I'm hoping to to get something special out of that. Yeah, no, I, I definitely. Think so, I in think Jamaica, so in Jamaica, one of the natural farming inputs at the Rastas would do take a 55 gallon drum with like a, a uh, one of the clamp lids. Uh-huh. And then they take all their fruit skins from their papaya, the mango, the durian, the jackfruit. Whatever. Well, they don't have durian there, but they have jackfruit, um, right. jungle sop, sweet sop, sour sop, all that stuff. Throw it in there. And then they'd fill it up about halfway with milk uh, and then top off the rest of the way with water until it was about three quarters full. And then uh-huh. seal it uh, with the clamp on it and then uh, let it cook for 21 days uh, and ferment. And, and then they take that out they'd pour it out through like a sieve to strain it. Uh-huh. They'd use that as like a, a turk booster, like on week three or four Ooh. of flour. Once they set the flower structures, uh, they, uh-huh. they want uh, to bulk them out. That sounds awesome. I Oh, speaking of, of something else like that, um, that I'm going uh, to work with is the, um, like the raw coconut sugars. I want to um, do some, use, use that, making uh like some uh imo and whatnot and Was some it, labs using some of the natural the sugars are you the one that sent me that i might have been i can't remember i sent somebody somebody <laughs> sent me a thing the other day that was like yo you should try doing your lactobacillus and cook the rice to cook it in rice water to get all those extra aminos and stuff into the rice and then do uh-huh. the IMO collection and you can get more plant-specific fungi um uh, i didn't but that's literally what i'm thinking and talking about so that's awesome that somebody was like on the same wavelength as that yeah so we're we're literally going to be doing another imo and ipmo collection next week so i think what we're going to do is take three or four of those baskets 
and make just a smaller batch and just test it against traditional collection and see which uh-huh. ones, see if there's a difference in colonization, see if there's a difference in color of colonization and just kind of see what the hell happens, you know? Nice. Uh, I know Chris is working on, are going to try that as well because I sent him the message. That That's- I, got. So I think it's an interesting idea. And if you think about it, like, the water inside this, the coconut is like the water inside of a seed, right? So it's like, well, that makes total sense why that would make a lot, you know, help help with that whole situation. And, and not only that, but maybe make a better plant beneficial serum at the end of the day with that IMO versus a traditional IMO. So this is where right. I think people need to think less of Master Cho as like, uh, and, and, and even the Jadam stuff, it's not like a rigid set thing that you have to stick to. I think so many of the teachers that teach KNF are like, you have to do it this way or it's not right. KNF. Like they just get kind of like religiously crazy about it. And yeah, that's completely not how this shit works, right? It's a machine uh, methodology of utilizing microbes to benefit your plants or to mineralize um, uh, plant material or other organic material into a, a plant bioavailable nutrient solution. And same thing with like and the MPK, like you hear this from some of the biggest people. I'm not going to name names, but because I like the guy, but there's a particular guy that really goes off a lot about, it's not about MPK. It is about MPK. If you test the MPK values of these, they have a lot of hyper bioavailable nutrients. You have to account for that and balance those out. Or you're going to end up with like imbalances. They're going to cause separate growth problems or, or deficiency issues, or by simply by being out of ratio, they're going to have cause lockouts. You can't just ignore yep. that component of it and, 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 and say that it's just about, you know, uh, uh, feeling good about the different inputs and following Master Cho, like there's more science to it now. We have the ability to quantify that stuff. I'm sure if Master Cho or um, Dr. Resch or some of these other people that are even, let's go back to the people in the 20s and 30s and stuff, if they had the ability to instantly quantify the parts per million bioavailability to plants, they would have done that, right? Like it's right. They just have access to tech yet, right? And same thing too right. with mapping out the microbe species and mapping out the, the food chain webs and the mineralization webs. You know, we have the ability to do that now. That's why one of the most exciting things about Matt Powers, who was on the Pat Smoke show last week and he's been on the show, uh, this show a couple weeks before that, um, he, he's doing all that work and, and mapping all that stuff out. Well, you know, I'm sure if any of these people, and, and if Dr. Elaine Ingham could tell you all the different species in the, in the soil, I'm sure she'd want to know that. So she could start to balance the stuff out in a whole other level that, is beyond what we can do now. But I think that what it comes down to is crowdsourcing that type of data, getting as many people with those types of, of equipment that we can to crowdsource all of that into a database and then having AI that can kind of sift through all that because the amount of data is so large now, it has to be something like that. Like the, oh, yeah. we simply can't get to the answers that we want to within a human lifetime without doing that. Right. No, that, that sounds amazing. No, I love that. And that's that's one of the things that, I was wanting to do too when even when collecting it is um there's like you know like my front yard but then some of the different areas that are within like a similar range and then just take a look under and see what's similar and what's different but yeah scaling that out like on an exponential level that's yeah, that's definitely where I think, I, I mean, in my opinion, that's where that's where the future lies is like everybody getting together and doing that. And then you have, yeah, you can you can find yeah, that's when you can see you can find the gems in there and really get a clearer picture of what's going on. Oh, what do we have going on there? 
This thing is thirsty. I don't know much. And we watered this morning too. It's been warm. Well, it's been yeah. It's been. It's not yeah. that it's been warm. It's been lower humidity, so it's drying everything out faster. Yep, totally. Yep. Yeah, you've been experiencing the nice, cool weather in Thailand now. We'll have we'll have a week where people actually wear jackets and whatnot when it's like maybe like seventy degrees. Nice. Like that in Jamaica. If it got below seventy four Fahrenheit, they were you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the earmuffs. Like I love, I yep. love seeing like the 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 girls walk in with like the earmuffs and like the little mittens and parkas, and it's like literally like 69, 70 degrees. You're like, oh my god. Uh, one other tip, since we're talking about IMO and chat, there, um, bamboo mm. bamboo groves is the shit. For yes, it's the shit. Amen. Do that. Yes. Shit. Yep. Yes, it is. I actually, I got one over here, man. I should go right over there and see if I see anything. I looked last time and looked like home. The dude who owns the property already jacked all the good stuff. He's all on it, obviously. <laughs> it's his land, of course. But seriously, if you're if you're in Thailand and you're, you're or anywhere where you have access to bamboo, the bamboo mulch you can get underneath the bamboo groves is just incredible. Yep. That's yeah. All yeah, of our all of our collections that we all of our collections we did in the bamboo areas are just like solid brick of mycelium. It's not even like it's like hard. Oh brick. wow! Mushroom. Nice. How many kilos of the insects did you do again? Was that like one kilo per when you were making that recently? Were you doing like 500 grams or 1,000 grams per or more? So in the video, we actually we cover that in the first video that we posted. So it's 300 grams of insects. 300. Grams. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I know I can go back and, and I need to, I need to watch it again and, and with my notebook and jot some notes down, but that one's definitely I've, I I realized I kind of realized I needed to like add in the SOP slides and stuff like that on there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back and make like a we have one more video that I'm going to do, which is post application to kind of show how it affected the plants. And then mm -hmm. I want to do a video with like having a bunch of insects in jars or little containers and spray them, you know, with some live plants in there just enough to keep them alive long enough to spray them with the thing. And then here, OK, here's this insect, this insect, and this insect in Thailand. We sprayed it. This is what happened. Right, because I think people kind of want to see that on YouTube. That's like a good tool. So we're, I want to do that. That would and go a long way. To one like hour long video that has mm -hmm. the whole thing finished. But at the same time, while I'm working on it, I'm trying to just trickle out content. And you know, hey, we have this section edited up pretty well. Like we'll, we'll kick that out. You know, just so that people got something to watch while we're before we put out the Are final you, video. One of the things, and this goes back before that I even thought legalization was going to be a thing. Um, I was always kind of like wanting to, I don't know, I was always like the 
whatever like the manic street preacher about like good weed here <laughs> like, grow your own make it good um but uh one of the things that that i was uh, already working on was um basically stuff in thai either written in thai or just high, you know, hiring because my my tie, like I, I mean, I, I I'll never starve to death here, but like I, it's it's a tonal language that I started attempting to to learn in my 30s, so I know I'm never, you know, I'm never gonna speak in Thai for anything that's gonna be recorded for posterity, especially trying to like, convey information to people. But um, that's one of the things that I have been working uh, working towards and uh, wanting to get like either hire you know somebody just to narrate it or you know have proper subtitles like so the in oh. correct information is out there for the Thai people but oh, I think right. that's amazing doing that what you were saying like showing what each one does and how it affects this insect how it affects this insect and they can relate to it because it's, it's like I was saying earlier everything that I've ever watched over the years is it's like North America centric which is fine because that's really where the audience has been but um yeah it's also it's not really it's kind of hard to like make it relevant for yourself when you like, live here so oh yeah so that's one of the things that we've been working on is the, the wife of the gentleman that i work for here uh she um has been translating everything in, in thai um, oh that's right, awesome yes it's right next to me and then we haven't put it out yet but we we have all the video content and everything she basically like listens to what i say and then she records the same thing like right after I do and talks about basically, you know, not identical script, but, you know, something close that translates well. Right. So yeah. You can get these. I, I want to translate the KNS stuff into Thai for cannabis growers. And then I want to translate like some of the other cool stuff that we figured out, like the IPMO, the Super Labs, some of the other stuff that, you know, I definitely isn't in Thai at all because it's, you know, there's only barely any in English. So. Uh, it'd be fun to kind of get all of that stuff into a free, you know, YouTube channel for, for Thai people because everyone accesses, has access to phones here. here so. Yeah, no, that, I, that's, that sounds amazing. Um, I love that. If there's anything I can do to help you with that, I'd be more than happy yeah, to if help. You, if you know of any uh, Thai inputs, I'm trying to collect like a list of all the different Thai inputs. Like we talked about earlier, like the breeding. Yeah. And some of the I stuff. I, I, I wish I were better prepared. I need to talk to my mother-in-law because she is like, she's amazing. And she's like the, the like I, know, I, I need to just talk. She, she's the one that I need to talk to about that stuff. And I could get like a better idea and I could tell you because I've just been very like spoiled and just kind of like, like, oh, okay. Thanks, mom. This is amazing. But she definitely it does have stuff that she makes that you just like you spray on the plants and like oh the thrips are gone now like and it's like i i, I don't know I, i'm not gonna like pretend that i know everything well enough to go oh this is this that or the other because i don't know it i don't know the different processes that well um but yeah i could definitely and if it what i'm describing if you're like oh that's blah blah, blah like okay well that's what she does you know so um because they because for sure i definitely watch stuff and my wife would just be like, oh, we do that here in Thailand with just this blah, 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 blah. I'm, yeah, I'm watching some, you know, KNF video or something on YouTube. And it's just like, she's like, oh, yeah, we do this already. This is like, like, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I know that people have been, you know, farming and doing stuff this way for, you know, for years and years where, where 
where my uh, mother-in-law is from is um, some of the truly like the best jasmine rice like I've ever just ever eaten. It's like amazing. It's like right, um, like where it's positioned, like right. It's about, it's about maybe an hour, hour and a half south of Chiang Mai. So it's like you're... The, it's like mountains, mountainous, but you're not in the mountain mountains yet. It's just like, it's like perfect area for the, for the rice and the, actually the durian there is like, there's these jungle durian that like literally like go out and like find these like wild durian. And it's crazy. Like, like how amazing they are. It's a whole other level of like flavor and stuff to them. It's like so good. Super, super good. Oh yeah, and someone also asked, is there a good English to Thai translator? A uh, Google Google Translate's fucking amazing. You take pictures of like you can hit the button on the camera and then just look at a menu on a like a food menu and I can read it like just the same as it's not identical sometimes. Like one of them was like high anal fish or some shit like that. Like or, or crazy like like yeah. fish or whatever. I mean, there's some really funny translations once in a while. There's but a couple, yeah. You can fumble your way through it. It's gotten way better than it was years ago. That reminds me, um, I love your potato chip posts with the different Thai flavor potato chips. I actually, last night, ran to um, Seven and grabbed a couple bags of like my favorites. Yeah, here, wait, let me go grab. I grabbed some stuff to show you. I'll be right back. Hold on, man. Just found... Uh the first male from that new run jordan of the island black garlic male nice oh these oh no oh, that looks good i was just telling well, these, are, these these are the truth man these tasto curry crab curry potato chips best thing ever and then these two oh those really are crap. amazing i love those dude there's little oh wait 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 oh wait those are lazy i thought that was something else i haven't had that one yet oh i thought those that was something totally good. different the, 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 have, uh, yeah. seafood xo sauce Oh, nice. There's a sour one that's really good. It's like a sour something or another. It's like a, it's good stuff. But yeah, I, I was like, I gotta get this. There's like Very a flaming crap. hot squid one that seems to be everywhere. I, I, I can't get down on that one. Sorry. No, I know which one you're talking about. I can't get down with that one either. It's just, it's not even good to me. Like, I'll buy one eventually just to do, like, because I want to do a whole series, like, a little shorts, like, one or two minute videos on the different chip flavors, just because it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it, dude. But the, the, you know what? One of my favorite ones so far out here is they have a Hellman's mayonnaise chip, which is really good. And then a, a Heinz ketchup chip. And what else do they have? The All kinds of fucking good. The ketchup one is good. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. And then also just the street food here is fucking amazing. Like so many good types of street, like any, like just so many different types of stuff. Oh yeah, it's out of control. The first night here down in Bangkok, that was pretty dope. 
the street yeah the street food here is like no other i like guess really true and something like thai people like most thai people don't even cook because there's no need to you just like you literally like buy a house and doesn't even have a kitchen in it because nobody even cooks they just you just go and you if you want kapow you get kapow if you want your your you know whatever you want to have your bami noodles you go to the bami spot yeah it's you got, and, and that's what I love too is like every like part of the city or everywhere I've been in the country it's got like the certain spots for the certain things like there's a like the pad thai like my favorite pad thai places are always like if I can find like an old school guy that like actually fries everything in pork lard still that's a, the best pad thai you'll ever have dude it's like like forget about it and like the the pork cracklings and like just served like on a banana leaf like it's like yeah it's like that's what's up <laughs> um what's your favorite oh. thing that you've had since you've been here anything that's like really kind of been like holy shit i like those little rice those little fried rice cake things those are yeah ridiculous. those things are like ridiculously like they're addictive man they're so good <laughs> like so oh, easy to just like <laughs> but luckily I since it's like it's like it's not too bad for us <laughs> on the strain list so we got red lebanese puck we got puck f3 uh gpls um larry chimes uh, uh grand granddaddy perp larry, uh, larry chimes uh willie nelson ice cream cake larry chimes purple heart which is from Asta jeff um all the rest of these are from dutch blooms um Oh, yeah. Tasty, tasty waves. Cross with Larry Chimes. Root beer Frieza four. Medellin Larry Chimes. Uh, DM Larry Chimes. I'm not sure what DM is. I gotta look that up. Uh, ATF Soto. Uh, Post Malone. A Blue Ball Soto. A mean Mug XCPL. Uh, White Haze F2. Dog Liquor Hindu OG. Black Wap Gold. Cross with Larry Chimes. Uh, Cali Miss, Cross with Lime OG. We got, and then we got Amy Aces and Violent, Violet Beardegard from um, uh, American One. Shout out American One. Uh, and then Lady, uh, the rest of these from Rasta Jeff. We got Lady Marmalade, Mountain Dew, John Lemon, Scarlet Begonias, Jack the Ripper, Inspector Royale, Strawberry Starburst, Sour Diesel, Tangi Arise, and Dark Hollow. And I have a whole bunch of other shit going. We got all the stuff we got. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I can of can of seeds. We got like six freak show crosses and freak show and a couple other things. And we got the stuff from Infamous, which was uh the sour OG. The fuck, I forget what else we got from him. I'm drawing a blank at the moment. You're you're muted. You're muted. Oh, there were all the results of uh, that farm season. So it'll be crazy to see what you pull out of there. You've got some chances to find some real wild crosses in those F1s. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we're going to have some good shit here. And then we got a, we got a little bit, a few more things coming that we haven't uh, gotten a chance to. It's still in the mail. So uh, that'll be here soon as well from, uh, from Breeder Steve and from some other people. So. Excited to see what we get in the. Oh, yeah. 
but yeah, we have right now, I think about 90 cultivars um, that we're currently sifting through and we'll, we'll have a nice. few more here. There we go. Let me put this up here on the screen. Spotlight for you. Shit. Yeah, my girl doing, uh, she, she does all the cloning for me for when we mm. get orders and stuff. So she always keeps track of what makes it, what doesn't make it, yells at me for never taking as many as I should and does all the good stuff. So without her, she's the secret ingredient to the garden. Nice. Yeah. When you clone, you just clone straight in a, is that just a cocoa peat? Yeah, just a peat moss, not even cocoa. Or the peat moss. Okay, peat moss. Right on. Yeah. Let me just pull one out and see which one's got roots here. You got one to have root peat? I can show these guys. Uh, they all got roots. Yeah. So, yeah. That's all good. Uh, because these go out to customers and stuff. There we go. You can see. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, so she does a pretty good job. But I, I used to used to use the rock wall, and then I just found it at a whole another step from like cutting the rock walls out of the slabs and then planting right. them in the for transport. So this way, it's uh, just eliminates that labor for having to do that and the cost of rock wall. So, boom, just right into the cups. Read these little label. They're easy to put in a box, whatever. So, and yeah, think cups are cheap. Just cut the holes out of the bottom, and you're ready to rock. Oh yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, nice. we, I think we were we were one of the first peoples to sell clones during the, the big festival on June 10th, pretty much, where they were giving out the million plants. Yeah, I yeah. Was one of the, I was one of the only farms there selling Western clones that weren't like a hundred percent hang the lock starts. I had right. like proper crosses, and so we sold thousands and thousands of clones that weekend. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. Nice. Oh. That's annoying. What, uh, what have you found to be, you know, what are you doing as far as your grow methods? Do you live in soil? Do you make your own inputs? Or you tell us a little bit more about your grow method. Oh, wow. That was dangerous. Um, well, it melted out of the thing. Wow. That was crazy. I'm scared to even touch this now. Uh-uh. Ah. Uh, Wow. Woo. Wow. That was crazy. Check this out. My light. Oh, shit. Oh, Camera on. Yeah, yeah, wait a second. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, my uh, adapter melted, bro, for my light. Oh, no. So, everyone, be careful. Because uh, look at this. Yeah, don't overload it. And then. Yeah. You know what it is? It's the 50 hertz. It's because it's 50 hertz instead of 60, like in the US. Uh, yeah, I had, um, I have uh, this thing right here. 
I had a similar incident with this. It's a USB like multi hub power port huh? on it. I plug it in here in my bed so I can charge all my shit at night. And I plugged this thing in here and it started smoking. Damn. So you got to be careful. You got to make sure, like my laptop is rated for 50 or 60 hertz, so it doesn't matter. But right. you got to make sure that whatever device you're using or, you know, buy a USB for that port, a USB plug, and then plug the USB in. Because USB doesn't matter. USB is USB, like North America, Africa, Thailand, it's the same voltage. So you're not going to blow anything up once you get to the USB. It's universal. So it's a nice thing about USB. And I hope USB kind of replaces power plugs long-term because it's nice to have just one fucking standard for, for power for all these devices. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it gets confusing too because like yeah, it's like two forty here, and then like Japan is one ten, like America, and it's like yeah, I like got some stuff from my daughter, and then forgot, and then like plugged it in, and it was like poof, just <laughs> it was gone because it's just like way too much electricity going through, like double the amount that it was like made for. So it's like a lot to keep up with. Oh, yeah. It's better than Africa. In Africa, we had, like, crazy power surges and stuff. You had to have everything on, like, two power strips and with, like, a, a back oh, I bet. A breaker and a sub-panel to make sure nothing went uh, got fried. My, my best friend's in Myanmar, and they, uh, they still have pretty consistent power outages. Like, you'll just be chilling there, and it's, like, power's out for three hours, maybe, or for maybe it's 30 minutes, or, you know, it's just... Just kind of roll with it. Yeah. But getting back to what you were saying earlier, I found personally, I I make my, like I say, I make a soil starting. Instead, I prefer to use the uh, cocoa peat instead of the peat moss just because it's so abundant. But the... Uh, the other thing is, is I like being able to control the inputs because I, from buying soil, just like, it would be like, get a good bag, get a good bag, and then get like a super hot bag that like just, I'm doing like the proportions and the ratios that have always worked right before. And it's like, just fries the seedlings, you know, you're like, oh shit, this is like a really hot bag or just like whatever. So there's like maybe some inconsistencies or whatnot. So I just, after that, I just started making everything myself and controlling as much of the inputs as possible and have found that I get really good. You know, I, I'm really happy with the results that I can get. I'm always, every, every time, every time I grow and every year round, I'm thinking about like new things that I could put in. Like I was making yesterday, I was making uh, pumpkin soup. Um, and um, I was thinking about the Japanese pumpkins and just like, yeah, I'm always thinking about the different like fruits and vegetables here. Um, not only for um, making into ferments, but just from a composting standpoint, like what, you know, what, you know, what they're rich in and whatnot and making really good, like really true, clean, like proper inputs. There you go. And one of the other things I'm excited to try and figure out uh, how to do here is Jakaba, which is like a can method from Indonesia. So basically it's a sorry you got me right after a bong hit. 
No worries. No worries. Um, it's basically a rice wash. So you do rice wash and then you put it out for air collection. And then you get this, like in the rice fields, like there's like this additional mushroom, but it's aquatic and it grows in the water. Let me pull a picture up. <clears throat> but there's not much in English on this method. It's very, very little info on it, but this is what it'll look like. Let me pull up an image here. Um, it's something I'm, I'm trying to on electric. I've had a, a massive fire before in Thailand growing back in the day because uh, a whole like electrical cord like basically started melting and caused oh the God. whole fire. I was at home and like smelt the plastic and went into the room and opened it and it was just like lights, like electrical wires flailing, smoke, the tent was melting, dripping plastic. It was like, it was a nightmare. Oh my God! So this is the this is that jacoba. This is that aquatic. Oh yeah, mushroom. yeah. You blend this and oh, you apply terrestrial plants, and it's like a growth accelerator. Um, it really helps plant vigor, plant health, and, and mold resistance. So it's something that I want to try and experiment with. But apparently, the spores like are only tropical. But I know someone that's pulled it off in in um, South America. So it, it seems to be universally equatorial. In theory, nice. See if we can find it here uh, and, and get it to collect. I bet, I bet it's here somewhere. Well, that's another thing that um, that I'm gonna try. It's kind of the I know it's like basically you can grow year around here, but there's a this these different weeds that spring up every we would call spring, you know, around like March, April, which is like really summertime here. It's like that's the summer here, the hottest part of the year, uh, April and May. But um, it's just like the, they grow so fast, like overnight. It's like there's like nothing there. And the next morning on the sidewalk, it's just, it's just like sprouted through like what the. And I want to collect a bunch of those and then make make a try experiment, like, you know, use that um, for something either like for like stuff like, you know, like teenage clones, like something with roots. But it, it obviously or just like look at it like what what makes it gross there's obviously some like it has like some something in it that makes it grow super super fast you know and you don't have to just always spray kelp on your you know on your plants so bamboo. that's bamboo just, just I, kind of in that that's ethos of like wanting to work with what's right around you you know kind of like right around as well oh yeah any of those faster growing herbs or bamboo shoots is another good one um, oh fact, bamboo for uh, sure yeah on the bamboo note, um, uh, shout out Clackamas Coot. Uh, bam uh, fermented bamboo shoots have over 300 different species of lactobacillus. So if you're looking for a oh. seed, it could be one of the easiest uh, to get hands on in tropical environments. Nice. I didn't you can get that. fermented bamboo shoots at like any little stand on the side of the road just about here. Oh, yeah. They're like everywhere. I was going to say, like, my, my mother-in-law has some, like, beautiful bamboo at her house, like, different kinds of bamboo even and whatnot. It's, like, really, really pretty. So that's what, that's what I was saying earlier. I want to, when I do the collections, I want to do, like, I think three or four just even in her yard. There's enough space between them and under different kinds of bamboo and get some, hope to get some really interesting and amazing stuff from it. So... Oh, yeah. <laughs>
Uh, any other um, uh, natural farming methods or, or advice you can give to people out here in, the, in Thailand? Yeah. The natural farming. Well, I'm sorry, we said the, the Thai natural farming? Yeah, just, just any other natural farming type methods that you've discovered or found well that worked for you. Um, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Like, I, I've watched her. I need to really, like, talk to her and ask her, like, what she's doing. Like, even if there's, like, the Thai, like, if I can find the Thai name and kind of, and, like, and if there is, like, you know, if I can, like, find and, like, trace it back to, like, what we would, you know, use it as or, you know, talk, talk to her about it in more detail. Because, like I said, like, right now, I don't know really what she's working with other than she's adding a bit of this and adding a bit of that and using everything as like a, it's basically like a, it seems to be like some sort of like ferment or just kind of let stuff, you know, just let the, let the fruit and let the vegetables kind of just like sit and just kind of like cook for a little bit. But I, but like I said, like, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know, I don't know it well enough to know like what she's doing, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I'm like, thank you, mom. So I don't know. <laughs> I have to ask to talk to her more. The, uh, and the be like, what are you doing? Your dove there is uh, coming in almost as loud as you are. It's quite funny. Oh, sorry. Oh no, no, it's fine. It it actually adds a lot of character to, to your 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 talk there. I just thought it was fun. Someone mentioned that in chat. I thought it was funny. But yeah, no, it's wonderful to hear that you're working with all those different methods and uh, having good success. Oh, looks like you cut out there for a second. Just keeping that going um and just like once you have the mother for that it's really easy to keep going in a super easy way and when i do like they're having times like when i've been out on that like the um i'll just even use like a little bit of like uh citric acid like if for the indoor where i'm doing more hydroponic grows and stuff um just like um just doing that like and that if there's anything it just like it just gets rid of it like right away and it doesn't you know, just do it like at 50% and the roots, I, at the plant's fine. It doesn't phase anything. But the, the BTI, I think, is like for, for growing here in the tropics, even if you're growing indoors, I mean, just, I mean, the fruit and everything here, just like the fungus gnats are just ubiquitous everywhere. So that, I think, is like the, that's the, the, the key and the clutch thing is just keeping the, um, the the fungus gnats in check and bti really is great for that and um just like dry you know letting stuff dry back not keeping stuff like overwatered like especially if you're growing like in soil and doing like because there are a lot of people here are wanting to do like uh no-till like do regenerative like and it's just it's the classic mistake of new growers and they're not making mud, but it's like, it's really like you could, you've got a, there's a lot of moisture in here for these roots. Like I'll pick up like, and I'm like, this thing is so heavy. Like, don't, please don't nothing more. Like, it's like, let it, let it, you know, let those roots work and get through that stuff. You know, I always say like, I like to have plants with like hungry roots. You, you know, I'm to be watered, but I'd rather like have hungry plants than like plants that are just like sitting 
and a bunch of, you know, the, even, you know, whether I'm growing in soil or growing like hydroponically, unless it's like, you know, deep water, obviously, but, you know, growing in cocoa or growing in peat or something like that, just finding that sweet spot of giving them enough where they're eating and hungry, but you're getting a good dry back on it too. And they're wanting more that, and just doing that keeps, that's, that's what I'm, you know, that keep that just doing that's a, a, a enough of a preventative between that and just keeping like, you know, a clean environment. Um, you're able to like really keep the, the IPM down to a minimum, which I'm, which I'm always looking to do, even growing outdoors. I want to keep it like, as like, keep it as chill as possible. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you obviously you don't want something that's going to be like a detriment to, to your crop, but, um, I think some people also kind of just want to like annihilate everything beforehand. I don't know. And that's why, that's why I like growing up, growing this stuff right now. I'm, I'm just let, I'm just, I want to see like what happens. People are like, what's your, you know, what's your IPM? I'm like, like outside of like the BTI, I've really just like kept it super mellow. I didn't like do like any like neat. I mean, I know I've got like, I literally could make like any natural pesticides. I've got all the, all the essential oils. I got everything that I could ever you know, think of to make um and i make them for myself like when and they work amazing like i don't have a problem with mosquitoes when i go out and about like walking through the jungle even it's like i've got my own i've got my own sprays that work great but i don't i just i, I don't i would rather if i don't have to put it on the plant i'd rather not especially with the oils and stuff i'd rather just like just like let it like be chill like that so i think that's also with the uh, with the ipmo is a really cool thing because you're working it in like through the root system and like the overall health of the plant, you know, and it, that brings the need or hopefully will bring the need down. I understand like depending on your environments and like what people have to deal with, they, they you know, you just have to do what you have to do. But if you're able to, you know, just like kind of keep eliminate the need, I'd rather like do a foliar spray for like something like a nutrient than a, you know, a preventative for something, I guess is the way I look at it. Well, it's, it's good because you have the fungi that actually will directly attack the insects. Exactly. The SEO response from the chitinase being unlocked by the fungi that yep. already produced to create it. Uh, and you're just getting the regular old IMO collection as well, just for the roots. So mm -hmm. you're kind of getting things that are helping the plant. So it's not just like a one, one and done kind of thing. 100%. Yeah. The, oh, the plants, they love it, even though, yeah, it's like the, it's, they definitely like, they, they benefit from it. They, and they, I noticed an uptick because I didn't, when they were still in veg, I wasn't doing it. And then I started doing it on like a weekly basis, just kind of, I, I guess I, as a preventative thing, but I was noticing from the, just from everything else along with it, it was the, you know, cause with the mother and everything in there, it was like just brewing up some good stuff and the plants were responding to it. And like I was saying, combining that with the coconut water um, and just have some really good, you know, some really good worm castings. That's actually the other thing I'm, I, my weekend project is uh, brewing up a good uh, batch of worm tea. Got some good castings. I need to get uh a good tea with that going so uh gentlemen i hate to be yes, rude sir. but my girl is uh looking to go out for lunch so i've gotta 
go and take care of some other things. Uh, thank you again right for on, having man. me on the show. Uh, very pleasure to meet you, Papa Power. Great to meet and, you uh, too. Hopefully, contact you more as uh, yeah, as everything continues and uh, potent as always. Very much appreciated and uh, enjoy the rest of the day in the show, guys. Much love. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, man. Peace. I didn't realize I was muted. Um, uh, thanks again, uh, Infamous, for joining us. Um, his IG temporarily is uh, having issues, as a lot of IG people uh, have at, at times. So, um, but you can find him uh, normally at Infamous Gardens underscore on Instagram. Hopefully, he gets uh, gets his account back. If not, I'll, I'll give you the new one here in the description. Um, and then uh, you can also find um, uh, the uh, Canatai seeds at Juke J U K E underscore canna underscore tie underscore seeds on instagram um, uh, for our, our previous panelists uh, how do people find you uh, uh out there in the, the universe you can find me uh probably uh best way is on instagram at uh instagram uh pappy powers um i don't have uh facebook or anything i've uh got a twitter that i don't really use because no one seems to really do anything on twitter so yeah instagram is definitely the the best way if you want to uh, reach out or anything you can find me on there um yeah and then you can also find him uh, he's got a bunch of great goods over at uh telvada yeah and then uh telvada is the uh that's the uh, my wife's essential oil company that uh that i help her with um that is uh her uh when she started that it was interesting it was kind of a similar to you know we could say like our you know all of us are doing with uh cannabis thailand it was really hard to find she couldn't like source good organic quality essential oils um and so she literally spent years uh finding you know the the you know the the source that you know sources that she's got and um you know, is bringing that to, to the people here. And what she's done is she uh, sells what is a, a, essentially at a wholesale price um, to the public. So then uh, there's people that have, uh, you know, um, that have uh, spas that they use them for their massage oils or for uh, just uh, hotels for their, you know, whether it's just aromatherapy for the hotels or whatever. Um, and she's got uh, her different uh, products that she makes uh, under the brand name as well for her retail stuff. But yeah, it's really, it's just really all about like really good, proper, high quality ingredients done right. Um, she's actually like a trained aromatherapist. Um, and it's, I mean, her passion, I mean, she's, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually really cool talking to her about that stuff because we're basically we're just talking about terpenes we're literally because it's on that level like once you you know get out of like the different major and minor cannabinoids we're talking it's the same you know linalool or mercine or whatever and it's just really really interesting um reading the through some of the books that she has and comparing them with the books that i have you know uh, from coming from a cannabis standpoint and the kind of the Venn diagram, the overlay on those 
it's really nice. Uh, it's really cool. So awesome. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for having me. It's a, it's really, truly is an honor. Thank you for, uh, thank you for the, for the opportunity. I appreciate it. And oh, yeah. truly uh, can't wait uh, to, to connect. And, you know, when this stuff is done, it's probably be done. The indoor should be ready in about, I think maybe about like three weeks will be ready to chop. So, you know, probably around like the, you know, around Christmas time, like New Year's, it's kind of the perfect time for everything to be ready. I'll definitely make sure some find, finds its way to you. I'll be down. Or if you're down here, man, just hit me up. Yeah, yeah, I'll be down there um, end of the month for the um, Asian Hemp Conference or Expo. Or whatever oh, yeah, is. yeah, yeah. So I should probably go to that. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be down there in Bangkok for that. So I'm sure we'll, we'll be able to get together for then uh, one way or another. Sweet. Right on, man. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Um, you guys can... Uh, can find him again at Pappy Powers uh, on Instagram. This is an audio format or Telvada, T E L V A D A.com uh, yep. for listening to this audio. Uh, also, be sure to check out uh, my websites over here at Potent Ponics on YouTube, or about potentponics.com, uh, but also Potent Ponics on SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, all the things. Um, we also have our um, open, open, uh, open source plant database over at OpenNutrientProject.com. Um, we have our online aquaponic cannabis class at uh, apmjclass.com. And we have our uh, pest class at thepestclass.com. And we are doing pre-sale for our newest class, the mineral and microbe class, which we'll be launching here um, before Christmas. So I have it all uh, mostly recorded. I just got to finish editing it and getting it up onto the website, but it's the class is finished. I just got to finish getting it uploaded and all that. It takes a little longer to upload here than that. Uh, than it did in the U.S. Unfortunately, as our internet is uh, not as fast, but uh, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it's not too painful. But um, thanks everybody for watching. Again, you can find us on SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, all the things. Also, be sure to check out our other show, Dat Smoke Show, D-A-T. Smoke Show every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. We had Matt Powers on last week. We got a really fun episode uh, this week, so be sure to check that out as well. Very cool.